Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode four of Sports Talk with BT and Stewie. Um, Stewie, how are you doing this week? Doing all right, doing all right. Going home this weekend from college, going back to the CB, Cal, Kentucky. Watch some Louis Central t- football. And, uh, oh, boy. Enjoy, enjoy time at home, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's all you, that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to kick off this podcast talking about, we're going to change our format up here a little bit. We're just going to talk about the big storylines of the week, so we're not just recapping big games so we get more of everything. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about here, we're going to rank the the best conferences in college football. Um, Steve, obviously, you want to go? Obviously, 100%, like, Big 12 is number one because, you know, every team in the Big 12 has got to. Said absolutely yeah. fucking nobody. <laughs> okay. Um, no, so uh, let's start out number five. Um, I think we're both in agreement for the worst Power Five conference. I think it's the, the Big 12. Pac 12, yeah. No, just playing. No, it's it, 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 it's the Big 12. 100% Big 12. 100%. It goes Oklahoma, Texas, and then completely off the off the mountain, Iowa State. The rest goes on. I still have no uh, high hopes. Hey, number three in the conference. Yeah. Um, this one we lost, to, we lost to Ohio. You know who Ohio lost to? They lost to Northern Illinois. You know who Northern yeah. Illinois lost to? Nebraska. Nebraska. You know who Nebraska lost to? Colorado. Minnesota. Does that mean Colorado is better than Iowa State? Yeah. Okay. Um, like right, we'll move on. <laughs> Number five, Big 12. I mean, there's just – they don't really mm. compare to the other conferences. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Uh, this one I have ACC. I have ACC as well. I think. Uh, I, I think, I think it's a. Really... I think it's a very good conference. It's just they really. It's a huge drop off after. There is a huge drop off after what five teams? Louis, I would say. Yeah. Like. I think that's five. I mean. So you have, of course, Florida State, North Carolina, the two top two teams in the conference. Oh, uh, clearly, and, top two. Then you got Duke and Louisville, who who are also really good options, and then it's like a, it's like a it's like a big drop off from those teams. I mean, the next closest teams are Clemson and Miami, but Miami blows dick when it comes to time management, and Clemson is Clemson is not as good as they've been the past couple of years. But like after those teams, it's like like F F tier team. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Sam Hartman for Wake Forest Legend shaved his beard. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, jeez Louise. Uh, number three, this we might have some difference. I'm gonna go with the SEC. BT, I agree. I, yeah, I, I mean, after Georgia, I don't think it's very good. This isn't the old well, SEC of. Okay, I agree on that, but I'll, I also want to put into perspective Georgia. In my opinion, isn't as good as their number one ranking says they are. No, and like it's just not very competitive this year outside of the top three teams. I mean, the SEC West is you know competitive, but outside of that, mm. SEC East is nothing. I mean, SEC West you got Bama, LSU, Ole Miss, and Auburn. I mean, three out of those five teams right there are ranked, but. Alabama's nowhere as good as they have been. LSU and Ole Miss are kind of like in that tier where they're good, 
but they're not quite as good as like Bama, I would say. Um, I think Ole Miss is really close to Bama. Um, yeah. But just be, just you can how weak the SEC, the yeah, just how weak the SEC East is. That's why I have SEC is the third toughest conference, just because there's not really no one else. I mean, whenever you get to play Vanderbilt, I mean. <laughs> Safe to say the SEC needed Oklahoma and Texas this year. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, our number two is going to be the Big Ten. Yep, Big Ten. Uh, I mean, you, it's the same story as the SEC. You just have those three top teams, and then I guess same thing as the ACC. It's got your three top teams, and there's really a minor drop-off into a really big drop-off. Yeah, 100%. The Big, Ten, the Big Ten West, you just got to discard everything in that conference. The yeah, winner is... You, got, yeah, you have the top three teams in the Big Ten and the Big Ten East. Um, you have the S-tier teams, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Then you got, like, A-tier. I'm not even going to put them A-tier. They're fraudulent. Iowa is fraudulent. They are B-team, B-tier team, along with Maryland. I'm saying it right here, right now. And then it's like the C-team, like the C-tier. You got Rutgers, you got Wisconsin, and then after are we gonna that, play Nebraska? Like, are we, no, we're gonna play Nebraska in the C tier. They're three and three. I still think they have something to prove. Um, but I mean, <laughs> there's a very good chance if you Nebraska, put Nebraska if you put Nebraska in the C tier, you have to put Rutgers in the C tier. They're five well, and two. Hey, there is a very good chance Nebraska makes the Big Ten championship game. You know what's crazy? Rutgers is five and two, right? Yeah, they have more points against than they have points for. Yep, because they got killed that's, by Michigan. That's crazy. That just shows but, that they win those close games. So I just think if you if you if you put Nebraska in C tier, you definitely have to put Rutgers in C tier. Oh yeah, I think I think there's a world where Nebraska makes a big Big Ten championship. I, especially I agree with, with that. Especially with Wisconsin losing Mordecai. I 100% um, agree with that. That was Nebraska's toughest game. They have Iowa in Lincoln, mm-hmm. which in that place always rocking no matter how bad. And imagine if that game, that Black Friday game, has a big spot in the Big Ten Championship on the line. That crowd will be rocking. It could definitely happen, 100%. Um, yeah, and then obviously, number one is the conference that is going to cease to exist next year. Yeah, funny how that works, huh? They're they're giving us fireworks for the last year. Um, Pac-12 just up and down. I mean, you got your you got the bad teams. You got your Stanford, Arizona State, and Cal. But after that, it is so competitive. Yeah, like it's it's crazy how like surprisingly good this league is. I mean, yes, you, you have like the the shitty teams like Stanford, California, Arizona State. Arizona somehow four and three, which I have no they're, idea they're, how. They're on the up and up. That coach is a really good coach. Jed Jenfish. But then you obviously have the Washington, Oregon, USC, Oregon State, Utah, UCLA. Washington State's a sneaky good team with Cameron Ward. He hasn't been playing as good as he did started the season out though. So I think that's hindering them a little bit. Um but hundred percent like I think anyone in college football besides maybe the dude who is his name is Paul Feinman. Feinman? Feinbaum? Feinbaum. 
Yeah, Feinbaum, he'll probably, you know, say, oh, no, it's 100% SEC. That's just because he dick-rides Alabama. Um, you know what? That'll be me next year. It's 100% SEC. We're at storied SEC conference members. I remember the good old days of a Baker Mayfield SEC legend. He did play. He never played in the SEC. He played in the Big 12. No, he's going to be an SEC legend. <laughs> All right, we're done. We're done with these bad SEC. You know what? We might as well just stay on the SEC because it's only the next topic. Brock Bowers out for the year for Georgia. Oof. Uh, got an got an ankle surgery. Most likely, he can return if Georgia makes the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs, but he would be stupid that to play. Is that if I were him, I would not play just because. You don't want to re-aggravate an injury, especially yeah. when you're projected to be a top ten pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Um, yeah, no, I would not. Honestly, I could see a world where Georgia plummets after this. Um, Sends Alabama into the play. Now, there's a you, chance Alabama can go into the playoffs. A lot will be judged based upon this, this their game against Tennessee this week. As we all know how that ended last last year. But, um, but like that... you, you look at you look at the upcoming schedule for Georgia. Like they play good teams: Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and then some reason some somehow they play Georgia Tech. That's well, that's, that's a, a rivalry. rivalry game. Yeah. What are, what are you but casual? Like, but like, why is it that? They played a hell of a lot better against a ranked Kentucky team than against the worst team in the SEC in Vanderbilt. They only beat Vanderbilt by 17 points. Well, Vanderbilt's folks said they were going to make them the best, the best uh, program in in the SEC. Yeah, that's not <laughs> I mean, last but, year they were good. Yeah. But I mean, George, remember Georgia did struggle against Missouri last year. We know both know how terrible Missouri was. Yeah. I just think I think the loss of Brock Bowers is going to be very crucial to Georgia. Yeah, that that could but, start a downwards plummet. Yeah, and there is also a world where the SEC does not make the playoff because they all cannibalize themselves. This is true. I could hundred percent see it. And then when that when that happens, I definitely think a Big Twelve team sneaks into the playoffs or a second Big Ten team. Well, or maybe, or maybe even Pac-12 team. It's, but we'll get into that later. Well, I mean, we're literally going to move into the next playoff talk here. That is the next segment. We are going <laughs> to. Here we go. We're going to call this segment "Who's In." Obviously, that's the catchphrase of the playoff show. Um, first scenario, I'm. What? I got a question for you. What? Who's in? All right. I'm going to propose a scenario here. you got to let me know the, the team that gets left out. Okay? Okay. Uh, you got an undefeated Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. 12-1 Oregon Pac-12 champ. Mm-hmm. Undefeated Georgia. Mm-hmm. You have undefeated Florida State. Uh-huh. And and let's just hypothetically say an undefeated Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State. What team gets left out? So, I right, first I'm going to tell you the teams that are in that scenario, okay? Okay. 
The teams are definitely in, all right? You got Georgia, who's undefeated, right? Yep. They're in, they're in, 100%. You got the Big Ten teams that is undefeated, right? Yep. That, they make it in. <laughs> it does not get easy from here, does it? Would you benefit the four undefeated teams in that scenario? But it, it would be hard to punish Oregon for if, especially if they go and beat Washington in the Big Ten. Well, not Big Ten. Yeah. Next year's Big Ten. Uh, anyway, so they go beat them in the Pac-12 championship. I think. I think in that scenario. So you got George. You got Georgia, the Pac-10 team. I think Oklahoma yeah. has to make it if they're undefeated. I mean. Name. Especially if they beat Texas twice. So you would leave Florida State off. You said Pac-10. Florida State. I'd take Florida State over Oregon. So you'd have the Pac-12. I mean, that we um this would be the biggest um argument for why you needed the 12 team playoff out of any year of these four teams playoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we'll have that next year. Yep. But there, there is going to inevitably be a really good team that will be left out, and a lot of upset fans. Yeah, I don't so think you have you have Georgia. And... I'll, ha- I'll I'll throw Oklahoma in there at four. I'll have Georgia, Florida State, Penn State, and Oklahoma. Okay. I I, I mean you would have to punish the one loss team if there was four undefeated teams. Yeah, hundred percent. That would be an entertaining playoff. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, I want to see a different team in the Penn State would be cool to see in there. I mean, it would be a different team. Oklahoma, Oklahoma hasn't made it, and Florida right. State hasn't made it in nine years. Oklahoma hasn't made it in four. I mean, to be fair though, every team that is good this year in the Pac-12 has made it, except USC. USC. Yeah, I remember that Washington game, 2015. That was Oklahoma's first year in the playoff. Yep. I do. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right, we'll go. We'll move on to our actual playoff predictions here. Um, I'm gonna go. I think Florida State's gonna end off the number one team. I don't think anybody challenges them. They're gonna be 13 and 0. Mm-hmm. And the other 13 and 0 team, I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Okay. I just think. I think Texas. Texas likes to collapse on itself, especially after they lose the big game. As you can look, uh, two years ago when Caleb Williams made that big comeback against Texas, Texas was ranked in the top ten, and they just utterly collapsed and finished the year five and seven. Mm-hmm. I think that that could very well happen. I think Texas Texas will get beat one more time, and that might sneak in at Kansas State or an Iowa State into the play, into the Big Twelve championship. But I think Oklahoma makes it at that number two. I think. Penn State, Michigan State, and Ohio State give each other one loss. And in that case, it depends on when the losses happen, but I'm going to go Michigan. I think Michigan might lose to Penn State. Then I think they they play at Penn State, so they lose there, and then they go and beat Ohio State. Mm -hmm. And that will get Michigan in there as 12-1, number three. Then number four. Mm, this this see this my argument here would be Penn State, my Pac-12 champion, which is Washington. 
Well, I have Washington losing one more. So I have I have them losing to Washington State in an upset. Um, and yeah, that would be those two arguments. And then you have the twelve. I think Georgia will get upset by Tennessee. Okay. So you have you have, you have the Georgia, Washington, and oh my God, uh, what what did I say? Penn State argument here. All both all teams are twelve and one or. 12 and 11 and 1 or 12 and 1. I think you would eliminate Penn State because you wouldn't put a conference champion in. It's going to sound crazy. But I don't think the SEC makes the playoff. I could see where it happens 100%. And I'm going to go Washington with Georgia being the fifth team out and whoever, Ohio State, Penn State, number six. All right, go ahead with your. Stewie, who's in? All right. So, I'm sticking on the fact. I'm going to keep it not safe, but I'm just going to keep them in for right now. Uh, but, like like you said, I could see a world where an SEC team doesn't make it in the playoffs. So, right now, I'm going to bank on um, Georgia keeping afloat, uh, keeps winning, and does, in fact, win the – um, SEC. So I got them as number one seed. Number okay. two, I have Washington. I think Washington has an argument to be the best team in college football right now. Um, if Penix keeps at the rate he's going, he's easily going to win Heisman, which we'll get into our Heisman predictions in the next segment. But I just think that like. Defensively, they're solid. Offensively, one of the better teams in the country. One of the, if not the best quarterback in the country. And then they have that stud, Romeo Odunze. Yeah, um, he made a lot of big receiver. plays. He's, he's a dog. Dog. So they, they played really, really good against Oregon. And Oregon, in my opinion, is another one of the top Teams in the country, I say they're top 10, 100%. I think they're number nine right now in the AP rankings. Yep. Um, number three, I got Florida State. I think it ultimately comes down to them in North Carolina. Um, I have Florida okay. State just because they have the better quality wins and they've played qual- more better quality teams. So I think them running into North, like North Carolina running into Florida State, is just, they're going to be a little not rusty, but they're not going to be used to playing a top, top-tier team like them. Yeah. yeah. So I got Florida State. And then number four, I got Oklahoma. Um, Let's go. Let's go. Dogs. <laughs> yeah, dogs. Um, I just think they're 100% the best team in the Big 12. I don't think there's any argument. They showed that against Texas. They're solid on every ball on both sides of the ball. They have a Heisman contender in Dylan Gabriel that's playing out of his mind right now. You have your God tier linebacker. I forgot his name. What's his name? Danny Stutzman. He was yeah, on the Pat McAfee show this week. He, he's a dog. Um, dog. I, I he I just feel like Oklahoma is a very solid team. I don't see them losing a game unless 
I don't, I don't even see them losing a game if Gabriel gets hurt because you have what's his name? Uh, Jackson, Jackson Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. I just think that like Oklahoma's set up perfectly um, to finish to finish in uh, a good position. And I Something think Lincoln gonna, Riley can never do go undefeated at Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, I and even if – I think if Texas loses – I don't know. The only way I see Oklahoma not making it is if they lose a game to a bad team, like maybe. What, what? Okay. What if they lose? What if they lose to Texas in the Big Twelve Championship again? You can make then, a, so it's like it's like the same it's like the same thing as TCU last year, right? You, see, you still think? Do you still think? Okay, if Texas doesn't lose a game. In Oklahoma, in no, Oklahoma, I'm saying I'm saying Oklahoma makes it even if they lose to Texas. Okay, okay. I'll present you with the I'm, scenario. I'm saying, I'm saying I'm saying they're like the same as TCU last year, where they lost in the Big Twelve Championship, but they still made it in the playoffs. Wow! Shout out to Max Duggan, my high school quarterback. But, 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 would you? How would you make that argument that if Texas goes and beats Oklahoma in the Big Twelve Championship, they don't lose the rest of the way? And then they beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 Championship. How do you leave Texas out? And you choose Oklahoma over. I think that's, like I said, the only that's way. The, that's, I don't... The, that's the worst case scenario for the back. Yeah. For the... But I'm going to be honest, I could see Texas losing another game. Yeah, um, me too. Like, I'm I... not trying to be a biased fan, but the way Iowa State's playing and just like knowing how Iowa State plays against Texas, I definitely think Iowa State. Like there's a slight possibility that is that is the second to last game of the year, I think. Yeah, and like so it'll Iowa, be State, Iowa State, Iowa State's going to be fighting for a bowl game. You know, it could be a game where they're trying to fight for a bowl game, try to stay okay. bowl eligible. So I just think it, it could happen. But yeah, I got Oklahoma at the end of the day. Um, I think the best case scenarios, too. They could be they could be playing for a Big Twelve championship spot. Yeah, but they have to win out. Well, I mean, they look good. Yeah. Well, we'll move on. I have Georgia, Washington, Florida State, and Oklahoma. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on to the final segment of the college football storylines. We'll do the Heisman. Speaking of it, um, I'll go first here with my Heisman ranking. Uh, Right now, I think you you have to go with Big Phoenix Energy. Yep. Number one. I think um, the mom has him as number one. Yeah, uh, he obviously willed Washington a victory last week. Um, looks like the best player in college football, but that's yeah. just one game. If he if he goes out and struggles in the rest of the games, that can easily change. Um, number two, I have Dylan Gabriel. Okay. Like I said, he was number one for me last week, and I told you whoever ended up winning this game was gonna either be it was either gonna be Nick's number one or Phoenix number one. Uh, who's your number two? I got Bo Nix as my number two. Um, they both had really good games. Um, I don't think you can knock each of them. I mean, like you like you were saying, like we were talking about last week. Whoever won that game was going to be number one in Heisman. I think whoever lost that game was going to be number two. 
depending on how they played. And both had a solid game. Bo Nix, 237 yards for two touchdowns. And I believe he had a rushing touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so, he did. He also threw an interception, right? Or was that Phoenix that threw the interception? Uh, he... Let me check the game log. I don't know if he threw the interception or it was Phoenix. Let me look. He... No, nope, what is this ad? What? Uh, it was not him. It was Phoenix after the interception. So yeah, uh, I guess. But yeah, I I definitely think Nix is definitely number two. But there's a close third behind him. Um, to next. My num my number three is Bo Nix. I changed I changed my mind. I had Caleb here, but I don't think Caleb's a good quarterback. I really don't. He's he's gonna be a. I think he's good. He's just. I think he's good. He's just. He has a uh, when he's playing a top twenty defense. His QBR is fifty three point six. I think he's got still got to play Oregon's defense, who has far better defensive linemen than Notre Dame has. Mm -hmm. He it's Uh, he is fraudulent. Yeah. And then he and then he wants to. Then he wants to go to an NFL team and have a partial ownership in it. Yeah, which is that's fucking wild. They didn't even let Aaron Rodgers do it with the Jets. Yeah. Why? Why does he think Roger Goodell is going to let him do that? But he's entitled. If he has that yeah. same energy when he gets to the league, he's going to have. He's going to get hazed the fuck out of, and no yeah. one's going right. to like him. Right, my I number three. Like my number three is your boy Dylan Gabriel. Uh, easily best quarterback in the Big Twelve by far. Dog. Stats prove it. You used to you used to call him overrated when he first came to Oklahoma. I did, but to be fair, he was overrated when he came to Oklahoma. But now he's actually playing good, so I'm giving him his props. All right? Yeah, we hate you. We hate Central Florida here. God, fuck Central Florida. Oh boy, UCF fans are gonna get mad. Oh, sorry, good, Central good Florida fans are gonna. I've never, I've never even met a UCF fan, ever. Never, never. The only reason why UCF is relevant is because of Donald Delahaye, aka destroying. Okay. Other or than that, that, or that one oh, quarterback, or that one quarterback that snapped his leg in half. Mackenzie Milton. Yeah, but then he left and went to another Florida school and became a notable star. Yep, Florida State. All right, all right. Uh, since you said Dylan's number three, I'll go with my number four, Drake May. I I like Drake May a lot. I think there's the the four, five, six range is so closely packed and so like such a close race in my opinion. Say, say Danny Stockton. Say Danny Stockton. <laughs> nah. 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 Right. Why Drake May? Uh, you know, his team's 5-0. And, and it's off the back of him. If his team can... I Like I said, I think right now that's split between Drake May and Jordan Travers for me. Yeah, think, definitely. If they... I mean, they have they deserve an invite if their team goes undefeated. Yeah. Same, same reason with Max Duggan. Mm-hmm. He's, if you take them away from those teams, they're not as good. 
you could see, you I, could see I, what you could see with TCU. Mm-hmm. They don't have Max Duggan. Look how good they are. Yeah, they're fucking they trash. They went and beat a bunch of Mormons by thirty-three. <laughs> not the not the worst beating uh, Mormon stake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Go with your number four. Uh, my my number four is Caleb Williams. I debated having him or uh, Jaden Daniels, Drew Allaire, um, Jordan Travis, obviously, or Drake May and JJ McCarthy as another. I just picked Caleb Williams because you can't. I mean, I kind of. I'm taking it back. Screw it. I got Drew Allaire. Drew Aller? Uh, the, Drew Aller, yes. Allaire. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like a layer, right? Uh, layer, Allaire. But he has not thrown a pick yet. His team is the seventh best team in the country. He's thrown 15 touchdown passes. He's playing good, safe ball. Um, I feel like if he has a good game against a tough Ohio State defense, I think it automatically catapults him into arguably the top three if he has a good game. If he doesn't, if he throws like two picks, he's he's out of the Heisman race. Um, oh, out, kick him out. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. All right, but I'm banking on him having a good week. Um, yeah. All right, that'll recap college football storylines. On to the next segment, NFL storylines. Who would have thought it coming? Um, all right. There is there is currently five five and one teams in the NFL. Uh, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Lions. The Dolphins right. and the 49ers. Hey, buddy. Yeah. You spelled Chiefs wrong. Sorry. It was a quick. It was a quick type. Sorry, Stevie. Um, you're good. You're good. You're good. We're gonna we're gonna rank these teams one through five. Uh, and right now, uh, my number five is the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh yep, 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 yep. Rest, yep save yep, them yep. every single week. We go. We got over this. Yeah, and, they, and plus they. They barely won against the Broncos. The Broncos. The, the Dolphins put up seventy Broncos. points. You know what? The, Whoa, they what? just traded. They just traded for Michael Hardman, so we can see how that changes the offense. He's back. No, I still, I still like. If you take away the flags that saved the Chiefs, they're like two and three. Yeah, but did something. Yeah, I could. I don't care. I will live and die by this. The NFL is dick riding Mahomes. He is a new version of Tom Brady, so they're gonna like favor him. They want him to be better than Brady. Sure, yes, he has a he's great, he's talented, but stop giving him everything. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. dude, well, we say like, this every week. Dude. It's not, it's not every, gonna... every week, I, but it's it's such it's such it happens every week, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it does. The NFL yeah. gives the Chiefs wins, and. They want him to be the next, you know, Tom Brady. It's it's annoying how they treat him and how they favor the Chiefs so much. It's so wow. annoying. And then hearing Chris Collinsworth during the games, oh, look at that wonderful Stop. play by Mahomes. <laughs> oh, my God. He's throwing in the fucking crowd. And he's saying, what a fucking heads up play by, by Patrick Mahomes. No, dude. Get up! Oh, dude, I can't. I'm gonna have another back Canada moment. I'm gonna have another back Canada. Oh, right. We're gonna we're gonna move on to number four. Oh, um, I'm gonna go with my number four, the 49ers. Right now, um, they 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 currently have some injuries. 
Um, so I'm going to put them number four. As if I were to rank them right now, they have Christian McCaffrey here and I, uh, Debo certain too. Right? Yeah. They're questionable. Um, so if I were they to also, them, They also play, they also play Monday night, so they both could very well play. Yeah. For October wasn't looking very well last week. Um, Dude, okay, okay. I want to get into this, okay? This, I'm sorry for interrupting, but it's okay. like, people are dissing on him. He, the, people are dissing on him saying, oh, he finally played a good team. Look what happened. He's so trashed. Dude, he played statistically a top three defense in the NFL, and he had his worst – yes, he had his worst career NFL game. But, like, it happens. You know what I mean? He's a young quarterback. And plus, he let them down to the position to win that game. And yep. people are ignoring the fact that he did that. He let them – they he got them into a position where they could have won the game. But Jake Moody, you know, rookie kicker, missed his first Polish field goal kicker. of his career. Rookie rookie kicker moment. What is called kicker yeah. moment. Yeah, and he missed a 40-yard field goal. I mean, he, he got that pushed it a game little day. right. Should have like, got that kid from game day. That's all I'm saying. Dude, yeah, should have picked uh, me up, dude. All right, uh, but yeah, so, but yeah. Um, who's your number? Do you four? want me to go to my four? My number yep. four is the Eagles. Okay, I can um, see that. They lost to the Jets, but in my opinion, the Jets are a stinky good team. The reason why I have them as four, you know, you, they're you arguably the. You, you could arguably put them at number five. Yeah, arguably, you look at all their games, right? Patriots. Patriots are one in five, one of the worst teams in the league. They beat them by only five points. Vikings, one in five, right? I think they're one in five. Yeah. Beat them by six. Bucks. Yeah. They Bucks are a good team. Beat them by fourteen. That's a good one. Commanders. Commanders are the second worst team in the NFC East. Only beat them by three. Had they take them into overtime. Los Angeles Rams. Beat them by nine. They're a semi-good team. Then they play the Jets and lose by six. Their offense is not looking good, all right? Jalen Hurts is playing like rookie year Jalen Hurts. And I know I know you may not agree because you're an Oklahoma fan, but you have to admit that he is playing dog compared to last year. Oh, yeah, he is. No and, and the defense is, yes, they're getting sacks and all that and picks, but they're allowing – like hell of a ton of points, you know what I mean? It's just, I think they're four. They need to get their shit together, or else they're gonna be what the Pittsburgh Steelers were a couple of years ago when they started off eleven and zero, and then they proceeded to lose like five straight. Literally, never heard of her. I'm gonna send it on that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I just the Jet, yeah. the Eagles need to step up. That's what they need to do. They're playing like very fraudulent right now. Okay. Well, they're uh, they're the NFL's version of Georgia, in my opinion. Okay. Cool. So we're on number three. Mhm. Um. Oh. I'm gonna have to go with Lions. I know, but David, it's gonna be. It's going to be the same problem with me. They lost Montgomery. Montgomery has not stayed healthy all year. 
I hate to, it, 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 I know, I know he's your boy, Stevie, but they need him to be consistent. He can't just be getting these ticky tacky injuries. I also need him to, I also need him to stay healthy for fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think this is like a really close one through three. One through four yeah. to me is really close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go and play. All right, my number three team is the Dolphins. Now, they have, in my opinion, the best offense in the league. But it goes back to what I was saying um, earlier. Just, they have two wins against not so great teams: the Patriots. Um, you beat by seven. Chargers, they only beat by two. Because the Chargers are Chargers are not the team they were last year. I think after that, they, they haven't recovered from that, that playoff loss where they blew like 20 and to Jacksonville. Um, yes, they beat the Broncos by 50. Um, but then they ran into the Bills. And the Bills are not nearly as good as they were last year. The Bills have struggled this year. And they got killed by the Bills. I think that translates to, like, just, they're not, I mean, they're good, but I just don't think they're as good as the the two teams above them. I still think they make the playoffs easily, but I just have them at three just because just the quality loss. I mean, yes, it's a it's it's a okay loss, but the Bills also have been playing really, really bad and have lost to, Lost to not, I mean they've fuck. I forgot what I was saying. Um. So yeah, they just the quality of wins and losses. Yeah. I think is one um, three. Yeah. Um. Uh. Hold on. Uh. So at number two, I'm gonna put the Eagles. The same reason they played a lot of close games. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, number two is gonna be the Eagles. The same thing. Same thing you said. Uh, go ahead with your number two. My number two is the 49ers. Um, the reason why I have them at two is because um, I'm an Iowa State fan. I'm saying this. I think Purdy has to – I think it all depends on how he steps up from here. Um, I think he – I think that – I think it all depends on how they come back from that loss. Um, yeah. Their defense is solid. Offense is, you know, solid. But McCaffrey's also out, so that will hurt them. So I have them at two there. Uh, okay, my number one is this is the last team left, the Dolphins. I think they're really good. They have really good they, they have really good offense and really good defense. Um, yeah, Dolphins are number one. But like I said, one through run through four to me is really close. I mean. I could see, and I really could see any of these five teams winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, and then I got Lions number one. I think they're the best all-around team right now. They're the hottest team right now in the NFL. Yeah, They've I can. won the last four games by 14 points. They're the only team in the league to do that. So and it's the first time they've done that since 1934. Oh, man. Lions fans are happy. They're dancing up and down. Yeah. They're jumping. MMG. M- oh, yeah, MMG. Papa Meeks. All right, number two. The second segment, not the number two segment here. Um, hot seats. Yeah. We'll just go over one coach each that you think has the hottest seat in the NFL. 
I'm gonna Thomas. go. You know what? You can go. You start here. You start. No, you, you go. Start. You go. I have to. I'm gonna go the Chargers. I don't think I don't think Brandon Staley is gonna be the head coach there after after the season. And I I can guarantee you, I think I know who their candidate is gonna be to replace him. Um, let's just say he's a current head coach of a of a college football team that Ooh, just got their trap beat by Notre Dame. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Um. I think I have to agree with you on that. Um, I look at the other coaches around the league; they're all pretty new. Um, I could see. Stanley, I could see. Just, Stanley hasn't been proven. Like he, yes, he can win games, he can get the playoffs, but he hasn't done nothing. Atrocious you know I mean? decision making. Atrocious. Yeah, horrible decision making. I think another team like that could fire the coach is the Raiders. Um, I definitely think I forgot what about the Cowboys. Josh McDaniels, I think he could easily be fired. Cowboys, nah. McCarthy's, I he, is, I think they're like five and two right now. Four yeah, and two. but so I think I think he's safe. All right. Well, uh, yeah, just definitely, definitely Staley. It's definitely Staley. All right. Well, we're gonna recap. This is breaking news. So this was a late addition, the Derrick Henry trade. Yeah, he hasn't been traded yet, but but uh, he requested the a trade. I guess said, the I don't know if he requested a trade. The Titans just are going to look into trades prior to the trade deadline, which I think is a smart move. Capitalize off of his um, <laughs> talent right now. He's not having yeah. the best season, but I think if you put him on the right team, I think if you put him on like the Cowboys, I think he goes off. Um, I think if Eagles, oh, 100. Oh, man. Eagles. That, that might move the Eagles to number one, dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. just. So you I said th- you said like, I could okay. see Cowboys we'll, Cowboys hundred percent though, I think would is that the benefit team you think? from him. Yeah. Alright, I'll go I'll say Cowboys or Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right, well, there we go. We'll move to college from a look ahead. Um I'll guess I'm going first with Penn State, Ohio State. Clearly the best best game of the week. Yeah, multiple, yep. multiple NFL prospects being played here. There will be probably 30 NFL scouts. You got Penn State's tackle. Oh, uh, big new kickoff. I, you know how much I hate 11 a.m. kickoffs for college football yeah. games. Especially if it's Oklahoma. Um, it's in Columbus. This is a 50-50 split for me. Oh, I still don't know which where to pick. Um, but I'm going to have to go with your reasoning. I think Drew Allard balls out. Solidifies himself a Heisman contender. My man, I got this. I have the same mindset. But Ohio State wins by three. Ooh! Columbus. Ah, I got Columbus. Penn State. I got Penn State. Okay, I think Columbus. Columbus is a tough place to play. And when, like I said, like I said with Oregon, watching when the teams are basically even to you, you pick the home team. Yeah, but. I still got Penn State. All right, you're looking ahead. I don't. Yep, you're looking ahead game. My look ahead is Duke and Florida State. I think it's a big, big game. Um, Riley Leonard versus Jordan Travis. I think Florida State. Not gonna lie, I think they Florida State. I don't know about smack. I think they're gonna win by two, two touchdowns. I think Florida State's just too overpowered. Um, Duke really. I, the only player I know from Duke is. 
Riley Leonard, but Florida State just has the power, playing? the star power. I don't know if he's playing. That's the thing. Like, but like I'm just banking on. I I think even if he does play, I think Florida State wins. I think Florida State, like I was talking about earlier, makes the playoffs, and I think they, along with North Carolina, are the dogs of that conference. Oh. And yeah, and I think Florida State clears Duke. I think they win by fourteen. All right. Well, that's that's the new segment. We're just gonna we we both basically get to choose one game a week. That's how we're gonna do these segments. And, and we're not gonna choose the best games necessarily. It just happens that we did this this week. But I mean, we'll have our if you just find a game interesting for you, that's how we're gonna pick it. Yep. So, uh, we'll let you go ahead with your look ahead for the NFL since I started college football. All right, I got the Lions and Ravens. I think, obviously, I think this is uh, obviously one of the best defenses in the league, and the Ravens, and one of the, if not the best, offense in the league, and the Lions. I think if the Lions win this game, they are the solidified number one team in the NFL. Yeah, um, it's just a big statement game for them, and I, I honestly think you predicted Dan Campbell once coach of the year, didn't you? I did. I think he's on track to do that. I think the Lions win this game in a close one. I think it's a field goal game. It's not going to be goal. like that game a couple of years ago where no, Justin Tucker, Tucker 61, 66. I think Lions win this game. Um, yeah. Jameer Gibbs has a career game. I, I think he's going to go for over 120 total yards. Oh, boy. About time it comes out. Yeah. Well, um, my game of the week, it's, there's clearly two best games in the NFL this week. I mean, it's going to be, he chose Lions-Ravens, so I'm going to go battle the two 5-1 and one teams, the Eagles and the Dolphins. My number one is number two team. So, um, this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to yeah. be an offensive, uh, offensive game. I think the team that could solidify the running game wins. Yep. As most college football, and I trust the better, arguably the better running offense. I'm gonna go with the Eagles upset. I guess yeah. I, I don't. I, I I think the Eagles really put it together, and they show why they're. You could tell they were looking ahead a little bit last week. And of course, when you have a matchup this big, you're gonna look ahead. Um. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Eagles over the Dolphins on the last second. This is going to make some people mad. Push, push on the one-yard line for an Eagles victory. Yeah, I got the, I got the Eagles. I think, I think the Eagles' defense shows up. And I'm not going to say they stopped Tyreek because I think I think Tyreek's the most unstoppable receiver in the league. I think he's the most unstoppable receiver since Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Don't let him say that. Um, he is the most not. He's the most important non QB player in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just think the Eagles. I think DeAndre Swift has another good game. Yeah, the Eagles. But, are... but however, however, Jalen Ramsey practiced for the first time today. And so I think oh, that could come into play, but I got I got the Eagles, yeah. I think it's a really close game. Well, we're on to our favorite segment. We, there's one segment we did not change this week. 
Lock of the week. Um, Stewie right now. Lock of the week. Stewie right now is number one in the standings. Yes, sir. After two weeks, he was what? You're twelve and four. Fourteen and four. Fourteen and four. Whatever. Close enough. Uh um, Fourteen uh, and four. And I am in the bottom second here with just breaking even six and six. Wait, wait, wait. You're 9-9. Nine nine. Oh, nine, well, I'm so stupid. Wait. Yeah, 9-9. Nine nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you know boy. what? It's, it's just not a good lock. Of, I haven't been good at these, but I'm going to turn it around this week. Um, but, you know, you're, you're a robot, right? I'm just saying. Yeah, it's okay. It'll fix itself, I think. But, um, I guess, well, you can start off with your locks of the week since you're in first. All right, Let's so my locks of the week, my college locks of the week, um, one of them already happened. Um, oh, yeah. We, I, yes. I, I, I think on, uh, I think it was Monday the 16th, I think is that, yeah, Monday, October 16th, I filled out my predictions. I had Liberty over Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Liberty won last night 42-35, to 35. Um, so that makes me 15-4 on the year. Um, so we don't have to talk about that game. Call my second lock is North Carolina over Virginia. Virginia is the worst team in the ACC. North Carolina, first or second best team in the ACC. In my opinion, they're the second best team in the ACC. Um, Drake Mays a stud. I think he throws for like four touchdowns and like 300 yards against Virginia. So that that's my prediction. And then my underdogs. I was dogging on them earlier. And I'm going to dog on them now. Minnesota over number 24, Iowa. Oh, boy. Iowa sucks. I I ain't going to sugarcoat it. They suck. Every game they've played, their offense is atrocious. Their defense saves them. But I'm saying they're playing Minnesota. I think Minnesota completely shuts them down. I may be, you know, flamed for this, but you know what? I don't care. I think you have to defense gets that Iowa's offense now. Yeah. Like, Iowa is just bad. We look at their scores. They won by six points against Purdue, okay? Purdue's bad. They won against – they didn't even – did they score a touchdown? I don't even think they scored a touchdown against Wisconsin. It was 15-6. to six. No, there was, I don't think there was a touchdown for in that game. 15-6, to six, dude. Like, that's horrible. Absolutely Big atrocious. Ten Big Ten football. They, Big Ten West football. They beat, they, beat, they beat Michigan State 26-16. Michigan State's, I think, the worst team in the Big Ten right now, like statistically and in the standing. They got blown out by Penn State. And then they barely beat Iowa State. And then they barely beat Utah State. Like, I think Minnesota clears them and upsets Iowa. Yeah. Okay. In Iowa City. All right. I think Minnesota upsets Minnesota upsets upsets them. Luckily, none of my games are played this week, so I'm just sitting at a casual zero and zero for the week. Uh, my first college block of the week, I'm going to go with Michigan, who are 24 point favorites over Michigan State. Um, yeah, zero. Yeah, Michigan State's just not good. They are terrible. Their program is on a downward spiral, and they better fix it. They're going yeah. hire the right guy or else it'll get bad for Michigan State, especially with the tougher big time. Do you think but, there's a world where Lincoln Riley goes to Michigan State? No. No? 
He does not want to coach. He didn't want to coach in the SEC. He doesn't want to coach in the Big Ten. That's why he's taking the NFL job, in my opinion. And then, he's not gonna, and then he's not going to make it in the NFL. He'll be an offensive analyst at Oklahoma, and everybody will laugh. Um. Anyways, uh, that's my first lock of the week. Uh, my second lock of the week, I am going to go with, speaking of Oklahoma, I'm going to go Oklahoma, who are 19-point favorites over Central Florida. This is a Dylan Gabriel revenge game. All that shit talked by uh, Central Florida's fans. Is this gonna? Dylan Gabriel is just gonna go and ball out. Central Florida's offense yep. not very good. I mean, their quarterback is hurt. He's gonna probably try to play, but he when when he does try to play, he hurts the offense more. Their defense looks like Swiss cheese out there. Uh, so many holes. I mean. They blew a 29-point lead to Baylor. And Baylor's yeah. the wor- one of the worst teams in the Big 12. Baylor's ass. Shout yeah. out Ori. Your team's fucking ass. Oh, well, yeah. And they're going to lose Iowa State this week. Hell, yeah, they are. Oh, God. I used you to the motherfucking grave. All right. My upset pick is my group of five game. Battle of two six-and-one MAC teams. <gasps> is this what I think it is? I'm going to go Miami, Ohio, who are two-point underdogs against Toledo. I don't know anything about these two teams besides Blaine Gabbert's cousin, brother, whatever it is, plays for Miami, Ohio, and somehow he'll go play, like, elite because that's – yeah. And Miami, Ohio wins. I got Toledo because that's where Matt Campbell coached. Yeah, Toledo has been relevant since Matt Campbell. Um, Anyways. All right, should we go ahead with your NFL? You got three games. We got a total of 12 minutes to finish this. Easy, easy, easy. Easy, easy. Three games here. All right. My NFL locks. I got the Seattle Seahawks over the Cardinals. Um, Simple. Cardinals fucking suck. Kyler uh, Murray, I, back to practice. Ooh, wow. As, as he so said on Twitter, did you see his Twitter? Yeah, <laughs> back practicing at practice today. <laughs> practicing today. Yeah, um, I got Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are pissed over their loss last week. This DK was pushing and shoving Bengals players, but he was just being aggressive. I think DK has like 150 yards receiving at least this game. I think the Seahawks blow out the Cardinals. If they don't, I'm going to give my friend Jarrell some shit for it. Because there's no excuse for that. Um, On the podcast. My second game, I got the 49ers over the Vikings. Okay. Big bounce back game for the 49ers. I think Barack Purdy throws for 250 and like three touchdowns. Um, Hopefully, uh, Debo and Christian McCaffrey are healthy to play. It's a Monday night game, so they have a bit longer to recover. But yeah, I have the 49ers. Being the Vikings and the Vikings falling to one and six, I believe. Um, and I think this is when the Vikings make it saying, I think they say, oh, I think the season's a wash. I think we should just trade Kirk Cousins and then get a high draft pick. Oh, Maybe the Williams. <laughs> trade him somewhere. All right. Okay. Who's your underdog? 
my underdog, okay? Your underdog. The Bengals' favorite team, the New York Giants over the Washington Redskins. I mean, Commanders. <laughs> my bad. Redskins. Uh, I got the Giants over the Commanders. I think the Giants bounced back against a weak Commanders team. I mean, you saw what the, the Bears did to the Commanders. I think, especially if Daniel Jones comes back, I think Daniel Jones has a really good game this week. I think Saquon has a really, really good game. Hopefully, I'm going to have him on my fantasy team, so hopefully he does. But I think the Giants win over the Commanders by at least, like, I think it's going to be like a field goal game. Very sloppy game, high score game, but I think the Giants have it. Well, um, all right, that's your sixth loss of the week. Most likely take those to the bank because Stevie is good with his loss of the week. All right, well, I'll do my three. Uh, I'm going to go – my first two locks are teams that are competing for Caleb Williams, even though I don't know why you would be competing for Caleb Williams because he's going to be a bust. But um, the first one, I'm going to go Bells over Patriots. Now, call me crazy. We saw this happen in the NBA. One of the greatest quarterback mentors is going to go get a generational prospect with the first overall pick. Patriots have a chance to get the first overall pick and get one of the best prospects ever. The same way the Spurs got when Benyama. Uh-huh. Anyways, I'm going to go Delaware Patriots. Then I'm going to go Packers over the Broncos. Um, Broncos are just not good. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we're just that, that's that's the reason. Um, upset, surprising upset here. I'm gonna take this to the bank while it's an upset. I'm gonna go Lions who are three point underdogs to the Ravens. How? How? I don't How? know, but I am going to take it because Vegas says it's an underdog matchup, and I need yeah. every I need every bone thrown my way to come back in this race. <laughs> yeah, you do. Fifteen uh-huh. and four to nineteen and nine. Yeah, nineteen no, and nine, and nine. The book by Justin Tool. If you know, you know. Yep. Uh. Yeah. So that's that's how I lost the week, and this is gonna be episode number four. Um. Yep. Oh, uh, before we forget, go follow us on Twitter and Twitter Instagram. And Instagram. We will have uh, BT. We'll have it in the description of the podcast. You'll be able to find it for find it there. You can click the link; it'll take you right to the page. Yep, and if you can't find it, it's just Sports Talk, W B T and Stuvy. Um, that's that's the Instagram. Self explanatory. That's the Instagram handle. And then for the for the Twitter, for the Twitter is S T W B T Stuvy. Sorry, we can do Sports Talk with B T and Stuvy because that was too long of us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, next week. Sh- you know what? Next we week. Should, yeah, we should just give the announcement now. Next week we will be starting a YouTube channel. Yes, we sir. We were yes, going to start. We were going to start it this week, but we were having technical difficulties, and yeah. So we will start this next yeah. week. You will see me for the first time, and you will also see Stewie for the first time because we have enough more than that. Um, we're going to do big things with this YouTube channel and it's not just going to be uploading the podcast. We will up- upload other things, do other things. Yep. We're whenever thinking, there's, we were whenever thinking, there's like big, uh, updates, any 
big trades yeah. or anything, we'll pull we'll post shorts on them. We might we um, might we might do live streams on the NFL draft, NBA draft. Unless we're at the NFL draft. Yeah, I bet I which know. I was last year. Yeah. Um, or else I would be hosting and but yep. Yep. So <laughs> dude, could you imagine that live stream from the draft? Yeah. That'd be fine. So from the draft. Oh my god, my yeah. rea- my reaction when the when the Texans traded up to get Anderson, that would have been way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, we have we have big plans for yeah, our YouTube big, channel. Yeah. We're here for the long run. We've been talking about this. For people that don't know, we've been talking about this since our sophomore year of high school. That's what, four or five years ago now, BT? Yeah, four or five years. Um we've always we've wanted been, to do this. Yeah, yeah, we've been childhood friends since second grade, so we've always Fucking debated about sports. Oh, lunchroom debates got so heated, especially yeah. being an Oklahoma fan living in small town Southwest Iowa. Yeah, I guess and not then, small yeah, town, medium town. This, yeah, we're we we love doing this. We love talking about sports, so we're gonna try to get to as many places as we can, and you know what, just have fun with it. Yep. All righty. Make sure you rate this podcast five stars on the service you're listening to it on. Hit follow. Make sure you turn on, turn on notifications for when podcast uploads. We'll be here again next week on Wednesday for episode five. Have a good rest of your week, people. Yes, sir.